Good morning. Welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we talk about the Word of God, understand it, pray about it, and allow it to transform our lives. We've been discussing and talking about some of my favorite spots to visit in the land of Israel, the Holy Land, where Jesus walked, the prophets walked, where God displayed so many of his wonders and miracles. And it's an, it's a it's a really wonderful and important place in our biblical understanding and our understanding of God. So we've been looking at some of those. Today I'd like to talk about the Jordan River. The Jordan River, there's a lot that went on there. This is, of course, where Joshua crossed into the Promised Land, probably very near the spot we're going to talk about today. But what we're going to talk about today isn't about Joshua. It's going to be about John the Baptism, John the Baptist, and the baptism of Jesus Christ. Let's read from uh, Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Now in those days, John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of God, excuse me, the kingdom of heaven, is at hand. For this is the one referred to by Isaiah the prophet, when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make ready the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. This is John the Baptist referring to, he's the one, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. John the Baptist was an amazing person. He was very well known, actually, throughout Israel. He was considered to be a prophet. And people, throngs of people would leave Jerusalem and throughout Judea and would come out and hear him preaching there out at the near the Jordan River where he'd be ba- at the Jordan River where he'd be baptizing now the Jordan River runs north from northern Israel into the Sea of Galilee and then it also passes out of the Sea of Galilee and runs south of the sea into the Dead Sea the lowest spot on earth place where you we do visit that where we go there and we get in the Dead Sea it's pretty interesting because you can't sink there you flow you can sit there and Read on your iPad, and you won't get it wet because you can't sink. Uh, well, you probably could go underwater. You wouldn't want to. It's filled with minerals and sting your eyes and so forth. Anyway, back to the Jordan River. John came preaching there, and the people came out to him, and he was preaching a baptism of repentance. He was preaching that people needed to turn back to God, and they they were asking how should I do this? And he told him, he said, you're a soldier, don't, don't demand things of extra people. Don't rip people off. He, he was giving them specific fruit to bring forth in their repentance. Some people were coming out to be baptized just because it was kind of the cool and trendy thing to do, I suppose. John was seen as a prophet, and he said, no, no, you've got to bring forth fruit in keeping with your repentance, as he says later on in Matthew chapter 3. It was a turning to God. Repentance is a matter of the heart. Repentance is saying, I, I realize I've sinned against God. I, I, I know it was wrong. I feel bad about it. Oh, God, I, I want to be forgiven. I want to come back to you. I want to be right with you. It was the ministry of John the Baptist was preparing people for the ministry of Jesus. Jesus brought the kingdom of God. Jesus brought salvation. Jesus would die on the cross. Jesus, the message of Jesus is the gospel, that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, was buried and raised again on the third day, as 
Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 15. This is the message of Jesus. This is the gospel message. The, the ministry of John the Baptist prepared people for that message. The message of the gospel is alive and fresh. It's, 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 it's a, like balm to the head. It's to a weary soul, a person weighed down with their sin, a person burdened by their sin, a, a person feeling the guilt and shame of their sin. The gospel is good news. And this is, this is what John the Baptist was preparing people. I think often today we err by, we don't make ready the way of the Lord. We don't make the path straight for people to come to Christ. Sometimes we offer the solution before they believe there's a problem. Sometimes we're telling people how to be saved when they don't think they're lost. And there's no remorse, no regret over the sinful sins they've committed. This is what re repentance prepares a person to hear the gospel. Repentance prepares the heart to say, what must I do to be saved? And then the gospel is good news. You know, some people debate over this. Is repentance a part of the gospel? Technically, probably not. I believe repentance is preparation for the gospel message that Christ died for our sins, was buried, and rose again. And through faith in him, we have eternal life. And so, is it an important message to preach today? You better believe it is. In a culture that is so self-righteous, that believes there's nothing wrong with us, that believe any, believes any problem I have, it's because I'm a victim of how others have treated me. And rather than take responsibility for what I've done, I blame everybody else for what's, what's wrong in my life. Repentance says, I'm responsible. I have sinned. I have failed. God, I have been wrong. God, I, I, I've messed up my life. I need help. I need something. I need you, God. I need to be rescued because I've gone down the wrong path. And that is when the gospel message makes sense. That's when the gospel message brings true salvation justification, healing, forgiveness, and a new life. Which raises a question. Was the baptism of John similar to Christian baptism today? I think there's a difference. John was baptizing people. Jesus had not yet performed miracles. He'd not yet taught anything. He'd not yet died on the cross. He hadn't yet risen from the dead. His baptism was a... It was a the Jews would have these, these ritual the, uh, cleansing in which they would go down into pools of water and they would come out and they'd cleanse and then be prepared for their religious service, entering the temple, etc. It was the idea of now my body's cleansed, I'm going to, I'm going in to serve the Lord. And of course, there's, there's often in Judaism a great emphasis on outward cleanliness. Uh, much, of their, uh, much of their law had to do with cleanliness. But Christian baptism... Christian, it, it's something different. We see here where Paul describes what happens in Christian baptism. Do you not know, reading from Romans 6, verses 3 and 4, do you not know that all of us who've been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we've been buried with him through baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. See, our bapti the, the, the John's baptism was a preparation, a cleansing, shall we say, a preparation for the coming Messiah, the coming King of the kingdom of God. Ours is looking back and saying, he has come, and we have now, through faith in Jesus Christ, we become united with him. 
We become believers in him. We have become united with him in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And baptism shows this. Just as I go down into the water and I'm immersed in the water, as I'm being cleansed and I'm being buried, the old self is being buried down there. The old Tom is gone, dead. He was buried in baptism way back in 1975. The old Tom was buried and left there. When I came up, cleansed, fresh, I live a new life with Jesus Christ. This is what baptism is to signify for us today. And it's an important thing to do. And I and if you've never been baptized, it might explain why you struggle with things like, am I really saved? Or, or how am I, why can't I walk in greater victory? Because it is an important step of obedience to God. And it is, the, it shall we say, it is the, whereas while baptism is not how we become a Christian, it signifies that we have become a Christian. And it's that event that we can look back to and say that this really shows that I am now a believer in Jesus. That's why Jesus commanded us. The last command Jesus gave, his great commission, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Well, how do you do it? It's basically a two-step process. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. That's step one. It's it would signify their salvation. It would signify they've come to faith in Jesus Christ. And the baptism is the event, or shall I like to call it the initiation event, or the initiation ritual, shall we say, in which a person is declaring, I have become a Christian. I am a believer in Jesus. I'm, I've left the, 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 uh, the path of destruction. I'm now on the path of life. I've left the domain of darkness. I'm in the kingdom of God now. The second thing, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. That's So first, come to Christ, be saved, and then sanctification. Grow in discipleship, grow in obedience, grow in your faith, grow in your living the Christian life. And then, of course, the rest of the Great Commission. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. This is our Great Commission. So, brothers and sisters, if you've not yet been baptized, I urge you to do so. Talk to your pastor about it. Find someone who will baptize you. Uh, be urgent about it. Don't put it off. This is an important thing. We're saved through faith in Jesus Christ. We're not saved by getting baptized. But it's important that we declare it. It's important that we, we, we say it. And it's important that we obey what Jesus told us to do here, to be baptized. And it would be a reminder to you always and important to you and it's a, baptism not just just a there's a significant step of what God wants us to do here i've died to my old way of life it's been buried when i went under i died and i came up to a new life through faith in jesus christ and now i'm going to live that i'm going to walk in newness of life father in heaven we bless you today and we thank you for we thank you for life and new life in Jesus Christ. We thank you for the gospel that just as Christ died and was buried and raised from the dead, so we too have entered into his death, burial, and resurrection. And we now, that our old man is dead and, our, and we can walk in newness of life. Father, we pray, we pray today for our country and our culture and people around us, people we know. Lord, there's a great need for the message of repentance. 
maybe, Lord, more than any other time in my life for sure, people have need to own up to their sinfulness, need to own up to the wrongness of how they've lived and disregarded our God. We pray for the message of repentance to go forth strongly so that we would be re- make ready the way of the Lord, that people would be ready to hear the gospel. They'd be ready to hear the good news. They'd be ready to hear that Christ died to save the lost. And I think, Lord, so many people, they don't believe they're lost. They may be depressed and discouraged and down and frustrated and have all kinds of mental illness or mental problems or whatever they want to call it, and yet they don't think it's their fault. They don't think it's because they've sinned against Almighty God. They want to blame all kinds of other things. We pray, Lord, for a spirit of repentance to sweep through our land and our world, a spirit of acknowledgement that we've turned against God, that this is our problem. It's not the, It's nothing else. It's that we've turned against God, and we're sowing what we reap. Personally, in community, in the nation, we're sowing what we've reaped. And I pray that we would get to the root of the issue, like John the Baptist got to the root, in calling people to repent, to turn back to God. I pray we'd make ready the way of the Lord. Your paths would be straight. We'd be a voice crying in the wilderness, and the people would respond and be broken over their sin that they might be saved through the gospel of Jesus Christ. We bless you today. We pray for opportunities to share the gospel. We pray for opportunities to speak in our testimony or say a word of faith, encouragement, and love to others. We give you this day, and we walk with you, and we trust you to get strength us today, Lord. We're in need of this. Give us your strength today. Give us your joy today. Help us to walk steadily with you all day long. Lead us in your victory, we pray. In Jesus' name, we ask it and give you praise. Amen, amen, and amen. Wow, I love the Bible. I hope you guys do too. I love this series that we've been going through my favorite spots here in Israel. I take well, We're planning to take another trip there. We've gone there several times. We're planning to go back again next February. If you're interested, go to my website, tomthepreacher.com. Click on the icon that says Israel up in the top. And you can find more information. You're invited. Consider yourself invited and welcome to come on our trip to Israel next February. It's a something you'll never, ever forget. So we're here every day, and I want to thank those of you who come here every day. I trust God is building and strengthening you. And if you're not a regular yet, make a commitment. Don't just come when you feel like it. Don't just be, don't just get into the Word of God when you feel like it. You'll miss so many opportunities. We discipline ourselves. We make commitments because we're not once a week, once a month, once a year, or just when I feel like a Christians, but we want to be everyday Christians, allowing the Word of God to get into our life, build us, strengthen us, bless us, and to benefit from it. So I'm here every every morning, 8.30 a.m., or you can listen later on on YouTube or the Apple, Spotify, or Google podcast platforms. So until we meet tomorrow, my God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with this peace, give you his victory. Remember to walk in newness of life through Jesus Christ. You've got something the world didn't give. Don't let the world take it away from you. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you and bye-bye.